0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Loud Outdoors. On the mic with you. Wow. I have I got a word for you tonight. This one's been churning and burning and fighting its way through and um, finally took the time to really sit down and work on this a little bit. I, I'm going to kind of refer back to a message I'd preached a long, long time ago. I, I wish I could find my notes. I'll have to just um, simply rebuild this. But I titled this tonight, Holiness. Is not a suggestion. Now, the Bible says that we're to be holy because He is holy. Now, that's referring to God Himself. God's calling us to a place of holiness because He's holy. So, if I were to ask you tonight, what is your definition of holiness? What would your answer be? Think about that for just a minute. Just as quickly as you can, come up with your own definition of holiness. What does it mean to you when God says that we are to be holy because he is holy? What is your definition of holiness? I think if I were to present this to a congregation, uh, say on a Sunday morning at any given church, I would probably get multiple responses because each of us sees this from a different perspective. But guess what? Your definition doesn't matter. So whatever you came up with, Here's what you're going to need to do. You're going to need to align it with God's definition. Because, see, it's God's definition of holiness that will actually be required for us to enter into eternity with him. We'll have to meet his definition of holiness. So, in the process of this message tonight, I hope to clarify that just a little bit. God's holiness is his defining characteristic. Holiness is the term used to describe both his goodness and his power. His holy nature demands holiness from those who worship him. Holiness of the heart and of the life remain his call and demand for anyone who wants to follow and serve him on earth and then dwell with him in eternity. It's literally his call and his demand. The best example of holiness was given through Jesus. Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life, a holy, blameless life in the form of man's flesh. This is the example of holiness that we are to follow today. It's what Jesus said to us when he said that we're to pick up our cross and follow him. In other words, we're to crucify our own flesh, we're to die to ourselves, and we're to be holy in following him. Now, we'll not achieve holiness or sinless perfection on this side of eternity. You just need to get that in your head. But our lives should reflect the immaculate purity of God's holiness. We should be the best example of Jesus Christ and his walk on this earth, his holiness to his Father, that we can be on this earth. The Bible tells us that we're to put on the whole armor of God. This, in fact, can actually help us on our journey to being holy as he is holy. I'm going to incorporate this. This is coming from Ephesians uh, chapter 6. I'm going to jump to, the, to verse 10 where it talks about the whole armor of God. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of unseen world. "...against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places." Verse 13 says, "...therefore," remember what that word means, "...because of this, put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to stand to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle, you will be standing firm." 14 says, "...stand your ground." putting on the belt of truth, gird up your loins, a phrase often found in the Bible, Uh, putting on the belt or gird up your loins um, is often found as an urgent call to get ready for immediate action or a coming event. Gird up your mind and your heart, ready yourself mentally and spiritually for for in preparation for the coming challenge. So it says that, that we're to stand our ground, putting on the belt of truth or girding up our loins and the body armor of God's righteousness. Verse 15 says, For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news, the gospel, so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. In verse 18, closes this passage with, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Let's drop into this just a little bit, and we're going to talk about the armor of holiness. Put on the full armor of God. Putting each piece on becomes an intentional act. Uh, Rhonda brought that out. We'd been talking about my message I'd preached on intentional And she said that by putting on the armor of God, it becomes an intentional act. We have to intentionally put on each piece of the armor. We've got to intentionally put on the belt of truth, girding up ourselves with personal integrity and moral courage. We have to intentionally put on the breastplate of righteousness, putting on a right standing with God. That breastplate where it talks about uh, the, uh, all the the preacher that did the movie uh, War Room. I listened to her preach a message the other day, and she made a reference that, you know, you may think you're strong. You know, take a, take, let's take a, a Roman soldier back in that day that wore all of this armor. A Roman soldier wouldn't go into battle without a breastplate. He wouldn't stand up there in all of his buff muscles and his brawn skin, and say, man, I've, I've done great in battle, I'm a mighty warrior, I don't need a breastplate. Because all it would take is one well-placed arrow to take him out of the game, and he knows that. So putting on that breastplate of righteousness, that's, that's our protection over our heart. It's a right standing with God. It comes along with being holy. Our feet shod in the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Our feet and our stance, the way we stand in our life, the way we stand in our moral character, that's going to make a huge difference in how we can hold our ground when things begin to push back against us. Shield of faith to extinguish every fiery dart of the enemy. In, in Roman days, in those days, that was a big wooden shield is what they used. They were made out of wood. They were, they were driven together. And, and of course, wood burns, right? And and many times there were fiery arrows being shot. The Bible talks about the fiery arrows and the enemy coming at us. They would put a piece of leather, they'd tack a piece of leather onto the front of that shield, and they would soak that shield in water, of course, obviously adding to its weight. But that, that, that shield being soaked in water, that piece of leather being soaked in water, when those flaming arrows would hit that, it would put them out. It would extinguish them. So that's exactly what we must have. We've got to have a shield of faith that's that's available and ready to extinguish every fiery dart that the enemy can throw against us. The helmet of salvation. Obviously, that's our surrender to Christ. We've got to remain in in a place of surrender, a place of knowing our heart is right with God in, in our in our advancement towards holiness. It also says the sword of the spirit. That's our weapon. But it's not a weapon of, of fleshly combat. It's a spiritual weapon because the sword of the Spirit is the very Word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific request at all times, on every occasion, and in every season in the Spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. I think this is highly important for us to understand, that we are to be in constant mode of prayer. I love what it says in the in the, the version that I read earlier, pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. We're to be praying within the Spirit. We've been talking a lot about the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the, em, the empowering of the Holy Spirit, the boldness that the Holy Spirit gives us. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Pray with specific requests. Uh, and and, and speak these things out in the spirit with this in view and stay alert with all perseverance and petition interceding in prayer for all god's people ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 we live is what that comes from we live in a culture of justification You, you understand what that's saying we're living in this culture where we justify everything we justify all of our actions, we justify our mindsets, we justify our philosophy, we justify our theology. The problem is, in doing so, we're not combine, comparing ourselves to the Word of God. What is your definition of holiness tonight? Are you justifying your holiness? Are you justifying your spiritual walk with God? It's not going to cut it, because when the when it all boils down and we stand before the Lord, it's His definition that will matter. Have we lived according to his word? It it doesn't matter what culture says. It doesn't matter what society says. It doesn't even matter what some of our pastors say today because they're not preaching a true gospel. Yes, I said that. There are many out there today who are preaching just tickling messages, throwing stuff at us that may be actual scripture, but it brings no conviction it's not challenging us to be stronger in our walk with god and we must get stronger every day because the enemy is fighting harder now than ever if you don't understand that you need to get right with the lord you need to understand that 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 you're not you're not arrived anywhere yet in your walk with god if you're not growing spiritually i don't i don't want to even go sit and listen to a message that doesn't cause me Conviction doesn't cause me to say, you know what? I need to apply something else to my life. I, I need to be challenged spiritually. At all times, because I want to continue my progress. I want to continue this walk of holiness. I'm not going to be holy until I stand before the Lord and enter into his presence. But I need to continue the journey. I need to keep walking forward. I need to keep changing things in my life that, that isn't pleasing to the Lord and eliminating those things. With his power, his spirit dwelling in me, pointing out places in my life that need to change. If you're not walking in that way today... You need to repent, and you need to find your place with the Lord. If you're comfortable where you are spiritually, you're in trouble. This is not a place to be comfortable, not in today's culture, not in today's society. We must be on guard at all times spiritually because the enemy is out there. He's sneaking around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Is he going to get you, or are you going to recognize what he's coming at you with? Don't be complacent. This is no time for that. We need to get right with the Lord. Holiness is not a suggestion. Holiness is a mandate. It's a command. It's a demand of God. We are to be holy because he is holy. Now, what you do with this message is completely up to you. I've accomplished my task in sharing it. Now, I have to also eat this word and apply it to my life the same as you. No no one's uh, immune to that, that fact. We've got to keep pursuing him in such a way that we gain strength spiritually, that we gain wisdom, that we gain knowledge, that we gain insight so that the enemy doesn't have as many loopholes, doesn't have as many sneak attacks on us, we don't have as many weaknesses as we pursue Christ with all we have in us. Get in your word. Put on the whole armor of God intentionally, Put on each piece intentionally. Maybe you need to write each one of those out. Put them on your refrigerator. And every morning as you get ready to go to work or you get ready to leave your home, intentionally put on every piece of that armor spiritually. And watch your holiness begin to grow. Watch your your walk with God begin to increase in power. Let the Holy Spirit flow through you. Let him empower you. Let him encourage you. Let him embolden you in your walk every day. Mercy, goodness. All right, I'll quit. May God bless you guys. Thank you so much for following along. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for your support financially. All of our giving links are available on our website, com. pinned right to the top of our Facebook page in our story there. We've got a new thing coming. I'll be releasing a, an email soon that has a new uh, drive to get our duck calls. That we give away on our events that we go and speak to our veterans and things on our uh, we have a duck call sermon that we use and so I'll be introducing a new fundraising drive to buy some more duck calls we we're about out so we're going to be placing our fourth generation Uh, this will be the fourth order that we've put on we've given away over 200 duck calls is that not crazy Uh, God bless you guys we love you we're praying for you please be praying for us as we continue this journey into this darkness, seeking out that which is lost so that it may be found. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you again real soon.